To another live episode of Stuck in My Mind podcast. I am your host, WIZE. I have a very special guest on. I'll let him tell you a little about, about himself when he comes on. But welcome to the show, Daniel Krinzel. Thank you, Wise. Really excited to be a part of this. I was jamming with your intro there, man. That was some good stuff. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, turning my uh, turning my headphones up. <laughs> a friend of mine, uh, he actually made that intro for me. I actually had a different intro that I got. I loved as well, but uh, it was it was time for a change. It, it, it's time, it's always good to to freshen things up. Yeah, for sure. So what's going on, Daniel? How you doing? I'm doing awesome. I really am. I'm excited to be a part of this. I uh, I was noticing, you know, a little bit about the write up on on this podcast, and and uh, it's exciting that you know you have some casino background. I I was from Las Vegas for for a long time. I don't live there anymore, but I know all about that. <laughs> yes, I, I'm. I am still a table games dealer. Um, it it, it pays well. It pays the bills. It, I, I can't complain. But um, I, I found my passion. I found what I love to do in podcasting. I, I love the fact that I'm able to help people share their story, and and make an impact on other people's lives. So that's that's why we're here. Sweet. All right. So uh, tell us a little something about. I was reading your profile. You. Had, you have an amazing story. It, it you you turned like you you lost everything and and you bounced back and and you've been able to turn things around. And I I I know how that feels. I've I've lost a lot. I lost a lot in my time, and I've been able to bounce back. So tell us a little something about that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've always been in business. I was thirteen. I had my first business i actually had a lawn cutting business in ohio so i haven't uh you know i started at an early age making money so it wasn't about like having a problem with making money um i got in the mortgage business after college and after baseball and uh man i was running i was running and i was gunning i was making a lot of money uh owned my own mortgage company i was 28 years old living in a neighborhood that i did not belong like the neighbors would ask me you know where are your parents what do you mean where are my parents man this is my house <laughs> so i got a little chip on my shoulder but uh you know and, and i had i had everything that, that you dream of as a kid and and making you know hundreds of thousands of dollars every month um being the boss that was like the life if you can imagine wise and then it changed um we went we went into um a real estate bubble that got popped and in 2008, March of 2008, I, I was in the forefront of that, man. I was like the front lines of being affected. And, yeah, uh, and, and, if, and if anybody doesn't was living on the rock and don't know what happened in 2008, the, um, the housing market crashed and people who was in real estate lost a lot, <laughs> lost a lot. Yeah. I do want to say something though. I'm not a punk bitch and I'm not going to sit here and say, Hey, uh, you know, 
I'm a victim and ooh, woo me like it happened to me. No, fuck that. Like I made a decision not to do what I needed to do, yeah. you know, to figure it out. I could have figured it out, but instead of figuring it out, uh, I decided to drink and, and drink all day, every day. Uh, cause I, I couldn't feel it. I, I didn't want to be a part of, of, of anything anymore. You know, it, it went from hundreds of thousands of dollars every month, like literally a hundred grand in a week was like no big deal, uh, with all of the business that I was closing. And then it was like nothing. The spigot got turned off. I went into foreclosure, uh, bankruptcy, uh, repo, everything that I own was gone or taken. And, and literally, you know, she even took the kids, she left to took the kids. So I was there alone in a, in a rental house that I couldn't even pay the rent on and was evicted out of that and had to call my dad for a place to stay when I was 28 years old. Wow. It was rough. I, I can imagine, man. That is, especially when you, when you, when you lose your kids and, and you lose your, your career, you lose your lifeline. It's difficult, man. And, and pe people, some, some people just would give up. Yeah. I did. I gave up at that point. Uh, I really did. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, finish. Uh, so I was, I was given up um, for the first time in my life. Like I just wanted to drink and do nothing. I had to call my dad and I'm like, dad, I need a place to stay. Like I can't pay the rent here. I, I have no credit. Credit's horrible. I got foreclosures, repos, bankruptcies, like all of it. It's there. And uh, I need a place to stay. And he said, you can come home. You can stay on the couch. You you know, the spare bedrooms, my spot where I do office work. So come on home. And I'm like, I need a ride. He's like, what about all the cars? I'm like, they're all taken. And I'm hungry, dad. Like that's literally the conversation I had. So he picks me up. He feeds me. He gives me a couch to sleep on it for two years. Um, I just drank. I almost drank my life away. I almost killed myself with drinking the amount of alcohol that I drank. Like I didn't know that it was humanly possible to consume as much alcohol as I did for the solid two years. Oh, I, I, I know something about, uh, in, indulging in the bottle. Um, after I lost my wife in 08, um, I, I went and, and, and I just kind of, oh, sorry about that. Uh, kind of like you, I, I, I drank my sorrows away. I, I just, indulged myself just sunk myself into the bottle yeah yeah so i mean it was it was bad uh, again i'm not a victim i i made these decisions myself i say mm -hmm. that i'll say that a couple of more times because i don't want someone to look at me and feel bad for me that that's not what this story is about it's about where i was you know and so my routine was i would wake up in the morning i would go to the liquor cabinet i would pour a drink or i'd go out in the garage where i had some stuff stashed i'd make a drink and I would drink and I would drink until I passed out that night. That was my routine. That's all I did. That's all I cared about. My dad would cook dinner from time to time and I would eat. Other than that, I wouldn't even eat. And this morning, literally like it was the seventh, it was the seventh day of the month. It was July 7th, 2010. I decided to get up like I normally do. I had six hours of not drinking. I wasn't sober, but I hadn't started drinking yet. So I had six hours of sleep in me. And, uh, I was walking towards the kitchen to get my drink like I usually do. And instead of going in the kitchen, I opened the door and walked out into my dad's backyard. And, and why is I'm not like a backyard dude? Like I don't go for walks. <laughs> I just, for some reason, like felt called to go in the backyard. So I go in the backyard and I just was like going on this like little walk. And 
I hear the voice of God enter into my mind. And he like clears days like, son, stop drinking. You're done drinking. Don't drink again. And I'm like, wow. Well, okay. Who is that? What's that? My dad. I'm like looking to my left. I'm looking, my, I'm looking behind me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Son, you can hear me. Don't drink again. And I'm like, and it was like the most booming bass, like strong voice I've ever heard in my life. And it was like inside of me, like stereo. And, and I start talking back to God and I'm like, God, you know, I've been trying to stop drinking for like years. I mean, the two years that I wasn't making any money, I was trying to stop. But then two to five years before that, I was trying to stop too, because when I was making money, I was partying and celebrating because I closed all those deals. So it was like, I close all these deals, I'm going to drink. I don't close these deals, I'm going to drink. It was like a horrible circle of of, of just bad decisions that I, that I kept making for years. And so I'm reasoning with God and I'm like, God, how am I going to stop? He's like, you're done. Don't drink again. And he's like, not wavering. I'm like, okay, all right, great. Uh, I'm done. I walk into the house. I sit on the couch. I didn't drink. Um, and for the next like three or, or four days, I like, just like, was like hanging out with my dad, like watching TV and just like building a relationship with them again. And it was like some of the greatest times I've ever had with my dad. And it wasn't like I was learning anything or I was growing or I was getting better. I was just being defogged. Like the poison was leaving, man. And yeah. I was, I was, I was sitting there like, ah, this feels great. And uh, then about the fifth or sixth day of not drinking, I sat there on the couch. I woke up one morning. I'm like, I got to get my shit together. Like I got to make some money. I got to get my kids back. I got to get a place. I got to get a car. Like I got, I got to do some stuff. And so I got into a network marketing business and made some money. It wasn't the kind of money I was used to. So I got back into the mortgage business. But here was a difference um, from the first stint at the mortgage business to the second one was I was sober and, and I was being led by God. Like I didn't have the direct connection that I have like today, but God was like pushing me. He was like, do this marketing, focus on this, work with this realtor, work at this mortgage company do this, say this, sell this way, charge this way. Like it was like, just like, just voice that would just come in and like, and I would listen to this thing and I would, I would do it. And then all of a sudden, before I knew it, I had like the owner of a, of a large mortgage company that I was working with at the time. He said, look, you can't leave. I've opened two warehouse lines as a result of all the business that you've created. You can't go anywhere. I'm counting on you. You're not going anywhere and you're going to be an owner now. You're going to have a stake in the company. You're going to profit share. Uh, I'm going to give you your own building. And, you know, you're going to run the show with your own branch. You can build your own team. And I'm like, okay. So I was blessed to to, to build a, a huge mortgage company again for the second round. And uh, I was killing it. It was exciting. Um. I know I I know that voice in the head very in my head very well because um it was after I had suffered one tragedy after another another and like I said I was indulging in the bottle and just just drinking away and and one day I woke up and this voice told me you need to get, change your life you need this is not who you're supposed to be this is not your purpose this is not what you're supposed to be doing. And you you need to change your life around, and it, and if and it, and it impacted me, it changed, and and I started making that change. I 
I started doing the things that I was supposed to do. I got myself, I had been living, I had been sleeping on my brother's floor on an air mattress. I, I didn't have a place to stay. I ended up moving in with some friends, then eventually getting my own little room, renting a room from someone. And then um, my mom and my sister came back from Puerto Rico. We got an apartment in Brooklyn and things started changing. I, I, I started working security, started changing my life around. Um, and I met my wife now that I'm with now. And, and that's really has changed my life. That's really impacted my life to the fact where I have a, a good career. I make decent money. Um, I have a beautiful wife. I have my family around me. I have some beautiful grandchildren and, and I'm, I found my purpose yeah. and being able to do my podcast and being able to have people like yourself come on the show and tell your story uh, and, and even sharing my story. It, it's, it's being able to impact people's lives is why I do this. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, I had like an aha moment um, at the height of like this second round in the mortgage business. Like I'm making money, like big money, more money than I ever made. And it's really important to, to like lock in on this part because this was like that that big courage that I had to like I, ha I had because I like was listening to God as he was telling me, do this, do this, do this and do that. Like he was he was guiding me. So like I knew that like when I felt this guidance, like I listened, like things got better. It was way better than my my ideas. So I'm in my office. It's it's conveniently the seventh day of the month again. I don't know what's going on with the seventh day of the month, but like seventh day of the month. It's 5 30 in the morning. I'm in my office. Now I have my own building. I've got employees. I'm I'm running the show, making a lot of money, millions of dollars in my mortgage business again. And I, uh, I look at my bank account and, uh, there was $131,000 deposited into my account. And that was a deposit that hit on the sixth, uh, the day before. And I'm like, okay, well, where did, why is that's kind of early? What, what is that from? So I'm looking, I'm tracking it back and I'm like, holy crap, that's the commissions for six days worth of closings for the month. Wow. I'm like, okay, so there's going to be 400, half a million dollars coming in by the end of this month. For, for the monthly income that I made because of all of the pipeline, all the commissions, all the deals that I was closing, like, hell yeah, you know? And, and, but then I like felt myself like selling myself to feel good about it because I wasn't feeling good. It was the weirdest, craziest feeling and sensation I ever had. Like I'm sober, I'm healthy. My kids are in my life. Like I've got all these, I got more toys than I even know what to play with. I got, you know, race cars, exotic cars, like just craziness, right? And I got all this money and I'm like, why in the hell do I feel like shit? Why do I feel empty? What so were you I missing? Asked, that's what, I was like, what am I missing? There was nothing I was missing. So I like look up wise and into the ceiling tiles in my chair and I'm like, God, why do I feel this way? What's wrong with me? And he, he speaks to me and he, he gave me that voice that he gave me. Back in 2010, when it's like, you know, the stop drinking voice, he gave me the son, you're done doing mortgages. You're not going to close mortgages anymore. Get out of the business for good. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm kind of good at this thing. Like, 
look at my bank account. Um, look, at, I got a building. I got my employees. There's a lot of money coming in this month. Like, what are you talking about? I'm done. But you're not happy, though. I'm not happy, but I, I'm looking at dollar signs at this point. You know? Yes. I mean, there's big dollars. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm done? Now I'm like in, I had like a telemarketing center that I built. That was like one of my key success points was that like yeah. I had people like setting appointments for me so I could just sell all day long on my phone. So I'm in the bullpen area where the cubicles are and it's like a big area and I'm walking like pacing as I'm talking to God. Remember, there's no one in the office yet. It's really early in the morning. And I'm like, God, how am I going to like, how am I going to unwind all of this? I've got five full-time employees. I got four telemarketers. I've got part-time people that are on the corporate side that are working, you know, for me and, 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 and counting on me. Like I have a lease. I've got all of this, this commitments. Like I, I, you leverage yourself when you make a bunch of money, you leverage yourself. That's just what you do. So I did it smarter this time, but I had all of this responsibility. I'm like, God, how am I going to do this? He's like, you're done. He wouldn't give me anything else. He's like, you're done. And then he gave me the last piece of this conversation. He says, I built you to be way more than what you are right now. You're not here on this earth to just help one family at a time move into their dream home. I got way more and bigger plans for you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, that's inspiring. Thank you. Then my team started walking into their cubicles and their desks for the day. So I went back into my office and um, I just sat there. I got out of my office. I grabbed a fresh cup of coffee. I sat back down and I look at my calendar and there's like calls that are started that, you know, are booked appointments from my, from my call center that they set up for me. So why is I like, I, I do the conversation. I knew I was done, but like I had appointments. So I start making calls like, like a normal day, but here's what was weird. I couldn't close anything for the life of me. Like everyone's like, your rates are too high. Your fees are too high. People are canceling. They're like, you know, we don't want to work with you. We're going to go with someone. Else. I'm like, people don't talk to me like that. Like I'm the best in the business. Like, what are you talking about? Couldn't figure it out. The second day goes the same way. I can't close nothing. Things are falling out of contract. Docs aren't showing up the title. Like people aren't closing. Like, like what the hell is going on? This the third day, same stuff's happening. And I look at my calendar and I've got a chiropractor appointment. The most exciting chiropractor appointment I've ever had in my life because I got to get out of the office because I had a couple heavy days in a row, you know? Yeah. So I go to the chiropractor's appointment. I, I sign in. I'm in the waiting room. And God speaks to me again in the waiting room of the chiropractor's office. He says, son, delete your database. I about lose my shit. <laughs> what? Delete my database? This is 22 years of my blood, sweat, and tears. All my marketing, all my paid data, all my closed clients, all my notes for my repeat clients, all of the clients that want to upgrade their homes. Like, I know exactly what I'm supposed to talk to them. Like, I'm very organized. I'm very strategic in business. Like, I know how to make money. I know how to do this. Like it's all in there. Yeah. And my tech is so high level. Like I have the ability to delete it from my phone. And I did. I went to the trash folder, delete. It's gone. Now I'm freaking out. Then they call me back for my adjustment. <laughs> like great timing. I needed some more information. So I go back, I lay on the, the chiropractor's table and it's the same dude that works on me every week. I go there just to like get energy. He like really helps me like really come alive. and. I'm like erect, like I'm like straight on the on the table, like I can't move. And the dude's like pushing on me, trying to like Dr. Phil my ass. He's like, so you have a lot of stress in your life, don't you? And I'm like, dude, don't even, <laughs> you don't even know what happened in your waiting room. 
and he's like well we can talk about it. i'm like no we can't i'm out of here i got out of there i'm like not having the conversation with the chiropractor so i did what i knew i i, I drove back to the office and i went into the office and i shut the door and i didn't know what the hell is going to do you know wow <clears throat> and it's it's funny because to me because I'm not a religious person. I I'm, I was raised Catholic. My mom raised me Catholic and all that. And and I. But to have that voice speak to me, and tell me. It was just powerful. It was just like. You need to you need to change your life. This is not the path for you. This is not what I, I what is meant for you. And yeah. I, and I, and I, and. And and I didn't question it. And there was no no questioning. They're like, am I going crazy? Am I hearing things? What is going on? None of that. This it was like, okay, you tell me what to do and, and I'm gonna do it. And and that's what that started me on my path that I'm on now. And and it's helped me and it's helped me fight. like I was in my forties and I didn't have a purpose. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And to be able to, and to have God speak and tell me like, no, you, you have bigger things. It's, it's going to, don't wait, it's going to come. And it yeah. did, it, it did. It came, it came, it came during the pandemic. I got furloughed from work. I didn't have nothing to do. I had been wanting to start a podcast, but I didn't know what it, what it was going to be about. Until I finally see, finally decided to press record and release it, and then it just started growing, it, and it's it's been growing and growing and growing, till to the point now. This week, I've been recognized as one of the top twenty five podcasts in entrepreneurship, and I'm like, whoa, this this is. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is this is what this is my path. This is being able to make an impact and and to me it's not all about the numbers as far as my path. It's if I help one person a day, if I help one person with anyone gets anything from any any of the content I put out, I am doing what I'm supposed to do. That's right. Hell yeah. I'm really glad we got connected. I'm glad we're talking. Well, this is why yeah. things that this it was supposed is this is supposed to happen. People, I, people don't think it's but I, these conversations that I have are meant to be. These are the conversations. Yeah. These conversations are meant to be because there is someone out there that needs to hear this conversation. There's someone out there that needs to hear that. Hey, regardless of what you go through in life, there is hope. I agree with you one hundred percent. So. I delete the database. I leave the chiropractor's office. I drive back to the office because that's all I know what to do, right? I shut the door in my office and um, I ask God, I'm like, okay, what do I do now? Like, I deleted the database. Obviously, it's clear you're not going to let me bring in any more business. So what do I do now? He says, go home and play with your children. And then wake up extra early tomorrow and go for a walk with me and I'll let you know. And I, I mean, that was not the answer I was looking for, but it was calming. Is. Yeah. Is. <laughs> but it was calming. So I went home. Yeah. I, I played with my kids, got a bunch of kids. Um, 
my younger boy was there. We were playing the drums. He's like a drummer, a little drummer. He's playing the drums. I'm playing with him. Um, my little daughter uh, is just learning how to walk. She's she's bopping around. I mean, it was like a beautiful night. I, like God had something to do with that feeling that I felt of that calm and just just love for my my children that night because there was a lot fucking going on in my mind, man. Like I didn't know like what I'm going to do, but I didn't even think about it, which was crazy. So I, I go to sleep and then I wake up. It's like four in the morning. I'm like, up. Oh. like I got shot out of a cannon. Yeah. Like, all right, it's time. So I get ready. And what am I doing? I'm just driving to the office. Cause that's like what I'm trained to do. I've done this for so many years at this point. It's like 22 years of being in the mortgage business. So like, that's like my thing Yeah. instead of getting to the office. So my truck drives to the park and I'm like, what the hell am I doing at the park? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, God wanted me to go for a walk with him. So I'm at the park. So let's go for a walk. So I get out of the truck and I start asking God what I'm supposed to do. And I built this rhythm of being able to ask God, what is it that I'm supposed to do? And he would give me the exact steps to take. He wouldn't paint the whole picture or the whole end game. He'd just tell me what I was supposed to do that day. So that very first day, it was like, how do I unwind this lease, God? Like this commercial lease that I was involved in was two and a half years left. And it was a kind of commercial lease that like, if you don't pay, they sue you. This yeah. isn't like, oh yeah, you're going to get a ding on your credit. No, no, this is like serious. Like yeah, they put a lien on your house and shit, you know, like you're paying this thing. Yeah. So he tells me exactly what to do. And I literally got out of a commercial lease that day with the wow. things that he told me to do. You don't, and, and, and if you're not familiar and if your listeners aren't familiar with the commercial lease, they don't move that fast. Commercial realtors, I love them, but they they don't move that fast. And I got out of it like in writing, had a draft and an email in my my email that day that it's all good, that it's done. And I'm like, wow, this is like incredible. So I go home, I play with the kids. The next morning I wake up early, I go, I go for another walk. I'm like, okay, God, I got five employees. Now, just to give you like some 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 content around this, wise like the five employees that i had at the time that were my full-time employees then i had four telemarketers but the full-time employees at this time um two of them um were with me long enough to fix their credit save down payments and purchase their first home so like they were homeowners they weren't just oh i gotta find another job to pay my rent no like i have a mortgage to pay, pay. Yeah. and i've got a family you know like provide for yeah yeah so it was it was it was serious I, and I was feeling for him. I'm like, what do I do if I'm out? Like, I know I'm going to be fine. Like, I'm going to make money. Like, that's fine. Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do it. And, and I mean, you know, I need to eat and I know I'll be able to eat. Like, that's not like a conversation I'm having, but yeah. it was for them. I was worried. He's like, this is what you're going to do. You're going to, you're going to call up Greg, the president of the mortgage company. You're going to tell him you're going to give him all of your employees. He's got to take all of them and you'll have all your systems. You'll give them everything that you have. Greg wants your systems. This is what God's telling me. He's like, he knows that you do more business than anybody. He wants everything that you got and give any, wants your employees. So I call up Greg. I, I leave, I leave the park. I go to the office. I call Greg. I'm like, so here's a proposition for you. I'm done. I'm out of the mortgage business and I'm going to give you all five of my employees. As long as you accept all their salaries at the same number that they're paying now. And, uh, you let them have offices at the corporate side, then I'm done. I'm out. He said, I would love that. So he took them on. Four out of the five moved over to the corporate side. The One of them, uh, he went out, a more marketing coordinator. He actually went out on his own because he wanted to build his own business, which was great. I gave him my blessing, yeah. you know, but like they're taken care of. So it's like this rhythm, like, okay, God is like telling me what to do to like, 
deconstruct everything that, that that I created. And it was literally like the 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 moves I was making were like incredible how fast they were happening. Wow. That, that's just again, this is why this this is why we connected this story right here. This is why we connected so that people can hear your story and people can know that God works yeah. in mysterious ways, man. You, you, never, you never know. You never know when, what, when, why, how it, it just happens. It, it's, and, and, and this is, and you have to be able to, I guess he knew I was ready to receive my message. And I guess he knew it was time for you to receive your message. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the thing. People aren't aware that, they, they need to, some of them completely miss their message because they're not, I guess they're not open. They're not receiving him. Yeah. It's absolutely right. So here was the next order of business for me with God was, okay, God, what's my purpose? Let's start with what's my financial purpose. Like I need to know what is the direction and the focus you want me to head for my financial purpose? What, you told me you made me and you put me on this earth to be way bigger than a mortgage guy. I'm not a mortgage guy anymore. What am I now? What do you want me to do? How can I serve you, God? That was a conversation I had one morning walk after I unwound everything. And he told me. And it was the most exciting and most incredible conversation I've ever had with God. He told me that I'm going to connect as many alpha men as I can to him directly. I'm going to teach these men how to walk with God. I'm going to show these men how they can have a direct connection with God on a daily basis. So they have the consistency that I have to be able to get all their answers. They've always been looking for. I'm going to be able to teach these men how to get their answers for their, for their marketing, for their business, for their fulfillment, for everything that they need in their money game. God is going to help them and direct them. I'm going to teach these men how to make their bodies full of power and muscle and energy. I'm going to teach these men how to lead their families, be the man that they need to be for their wife so their wife will follow them, be able to lead their children and show up as a father the way they're supposed to show up. Like he's telling me all this in one walk wise. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm like, I have chills right now, even telling you this story because it's just, it, it's so dear to me. This, this one walk, he's like, you're going to connect them. So I have like this, this rhythm about like how I talk with God and yeah. part of the rhythm was that I would come to him a certain way to where he'd give me so much information. I would have to speak the coaching and, and the revelation out loud into my phone and record it. It's the only way that I could get it all. Cause there was too much. He would give me so much. And so he's like, in, in, in a walk a couple of days later, he's like, you're going to build the God walk app. You're going to teach men to actually download the Godwalk app on their phones. And when they download the Godwalk app, they're going to be able to directly be connected to me and walk with me like you do. And I'm like, wow. And then a couple of days later, he's like, and then the men that are walking with me, the men that are connected to me, you're going to build an army for me. We're going to win the battle of good versus evil here on earth. You're going to get these men for me. You're going to build an army for me. I'm like, holy shit. Like, what do you mean? He's like, you need men connected to me, masculine men that are alpha men ready to lead their companies, lead their bodies, lead their families. You're going to teach these men how to be whole, 
with all those areas. And then you're going to teach these men how to listen to me. And you're going to teach these men how when they're connected to me directly, I'm going to give them their part and how they can win this battle of good versus evil. Your part is to connect the men to me. And my part is to deploy those men and their communities and their jobs and their families. So this, this good versus evil battle can be won. And I'm, I'm like floored at this point because like to have God tell you and talk with you and like jump into your head and start speaking to you is, is, is one thing, but then to get, to have God like tell you that you're about to change the world with building an army of men for him to win this battle of good versus evil, which we don't even like, I didn't even at that point really understand what that meant. And he's, he's told me more about, you know, all the propaganda and all the negative stuff that's being pushed out there. Um, like we need men that are listening to God. We need men that are connected to God. And if there's enough men that are listening and connected to God, like those men can't be influenced by propaganda and bullshit media. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's something that's very dear to me. So I, I mean, I'm looking for these men. I'm looking for men that want to be a part of God's army. I'm looking for men that, that feel called, like they're listening to this podcast right now. And they're like, you know what? That's me. Like, I know I'm here for something way bigger and better than what I'm doing right now. Something that really means something, something that counts. And those are the men that I'm looking for to be a part of this army. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I feel you 100%. I know, I know what you mean. I, I, it's, it, it you just keep you hear him and you communicate and you talk to him and, and and I'm sure people think that um we're, we're kind of we're probably off our rockers <laughs> but, but you know what it doesn't matter man as long as he hears us and we communicate with him and, and we and and when I first started it was when I start I was the content I was putting out wasn't what I wanted to put out it was it was a lot of negative content and but once i focused and, and started doing more more positive content and, and and wanting to create content to help and serve people that's when it really shifted that's when it really started taking off and i started attracting the guests that i was meant to have on my show and and to be able to do that and not sacrifice who I am. Be be me. Being able to be myself, not lose myself in in, in that and in, in that on that path and on that journey. That it's just like a brush of a breath of fresh air. It's like being able to just come on and do my show and be myself and. and and allow my guests to be themselves and have these conversations and, and tell their stories. To me, that's like this, this big weight that was just lifted off me and, and just being able to have that impact. I, I, I feel where, I feel where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. I, I, I'm down and I'm ready to serve you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Look, I know that 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 there's some men just like you, wise, that are inspired by this message. Th yeah. This message isn't my message. This is God's message. This is God's influence that's that's speaking through me. And what I truly believe is the right men 
that are feeling called right now hearing this message and they're like you know what i want to i want more information i want to see if, if i meet the requirements to be a part of this army like if those are the men that that are feeling what i'm saying right now what i'm describing and they feel like pulled or they feel called to be a part of this they need to go to the website the website's godspeedwithdaniel.com again godspeedwithdaniel.com and they can apply to be considered they got to submit an application this is not like this isn't a sales pitch okay this is this is let's see if you qualify let's see if you're right um the men of god is a brotherhood and this brotherhood is going to take over the world this brotherhood is going to win the battle of good versus evil because these men are not going to be coached or trained by some guru these men are going to be coached and trained by god the creator of everything that we see and everything that we breathe and everything that we get to have like he's the one that's orchestrating the content. He's the one that's orchestrating the fulfillment. He's the one that's going to be making these men whole with their businesses and their bodies and their relationships. And he's going to be the one ultimately telling each one of these men what their part is in this battle. Like, I don't know what it's going to look like for, for, for these men that are listening right now. I don't know what their part is. But I do know that when you're whole and when you have nothing away from you know, being able to hear God and you have this connection that is just over and over. It's a consistent connection with God. You will know your purpose. You will know what you're supposed to do. You'll know why you were chosen to be a part of the army. And then from there, you'll have that fulfilled life that everyone's searching for. Every man that's listening to this is searching for a fulfilled life. I don't care if they're going to admit it or not. They want to be fulfilled. They don't want to live in scarcity. They want to live in abundance. They want to be strong. They want to be powerful. They want their wife to follow them. They want to be the father. They've always wanted to be and knew they could be they just don't know how and 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 god will give them those answers so i really hope that those individuals that are being called that are being pulled to this message like they apply and they're going to get on the phone with me and i'm going to talk with them and i'm going to straight up we're going to have an interview you're going to interview me and i'm going to interview you we're going to find out if you're a fit and we're going to find out if, if 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 you're the right guy to be a part of this army and if you are then we're going to spend some time together like we meet quarterly here in florida and uh, we have customized training that that is that is literally every week for a whole 12 months so it's it's a big commitment so if you're willing to grow you're willing to become whole in your money and your body and your relationships and then find out what your purpose is and your ultimate reason why you're part of the army then you can go to godspeedwithdaniel.com and we'll jump on the phone together and we'll see what happens wow well, what part of florida in west palm beach the the best the greatest the most impressive and beautiful place on earth west palm beach florida i, I lived in tampa for uh, okay for about eight years tampa's uh, nice yeah and uh i came back home after my wife passed away and uh, and and, and i actually i'm actually headed to florida this week for uh podfest the convention is in, is in orlando so i'm heading to uh, florida i'll be in orlando from the 26th through the 29th and I'm um, really looking forward to it. Cause I, I'm, yeah, I get to be around like-minded people. I get to be yes. surround myself with people that are doing, are doing what I want to do or, or so for me, it's going over there to learn and, and to connect with people and build relationships. And that's something that I'm, I'm so grateful for and thankful for that being able to, to do my podcast is being able to build these relationships is being able to connect with these people, being able to connect with yourself and, and my other guests that I've had on my show. 
it, it happens for a reason. All these all these connections connections happen for a reason. It's like I'm. It was a point where I felt like kind of selfish that I was doing the show because I was learning so much. But I guess point, but someone pointed out to me like it's not selfishness. You're, you're wanting to grow and learn and develop, and the fact that you're sharing it with your audience, that's nothing but self love there. Yeah. I can tell you're aligned for the right reasons. I can tell that right away. So, like I said, I'm really glad to be a part of this. I'm sure your viewers reflect you because they have to reflect you if they're listening to you. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Like we attract, like attracts like. So I'm sure a lot of the viewers that are listening right now are, are like-minded just like you. Um, they, they want, like I transitioned to live because I wanted to interact with the audience. I wanted my people, if they, if anyone had a question to ask, they can, they can ask questions. Cause at first I was strictly audio. I, then I transitioned to pre-recorded. And th then last year, last summer, I transitioned to live and my numbers took a hit as far as the video part of it. Yeah. But I didn't care because having the audience interaction made it their show as well. And it made me feel good about that. It made me feel, it, it made me feel like, all right, they're interacting. They're dropping questions there. I've had guests. I had a guest come on. She was amazing. She was a, a, a designer from a designer. She a home, a home designer. So like, and she was autistic. And I have a friend of mine that, Everyone in her house is on the spectrum. Everyone in her house is, is autistic. And she was having a bad day. And she came in and she listened to the show when I had the young lady on. She sent me a message after the show. Thank you so much. I needed. She's like, I was down. I was going through so much. And to be able to hear that episode and catch that episode, she said that the notification hit me and something said, let me check it out. And she checked it out and she had it. She had a great connection. She actually connected with the young lady. She had her on this, um, this event. She had this first, this, this, her first event she had, she, she, she had the young lady on and, and to be able to impact someone like that, to shout out to Sarah Bradford. She's, um, I love her. She's, she's a good friend now. And it, it, it was just, having her say thank you and say I needed that episode and I needed to hear that it, it, it's nothing that there's no feeling better than that yeah everyone that's listening right now on the live part of this is definitely here for a reason there's a reason they were called to listen to this message today and and I completely understand and, and agree with you 1000% wise like this is this is a great thing for the people that are listening right now it really is but now, Daniel, it's it's time where you really get to just plug away. This is all you. It's all yeah. you now, brother. Well, I feel like I've plugged away for the last 43 <laughs> minutes. Wise. Uh, so here's the thing. You can walk with God starting right now. If you're looking for answers in your business, or if you're looking for answers in your body and your health, or you're, you want to get stronger, or you're looking for answers on why she won't follow me, you know, why are my children not looking up to me like God has all your answers. You don't need the app. You don't need to be a part of God's army to talk with God. You can talk with God right now. 
And that's something that that is that is available for every single person that's seeing this message. That's the first thing that I want to say. And then the last thing that I want to say is, is that we are building this army. We are looking for the right men. If you're a woman, women, make sure your men sees this message. This is not a, a an army for women. It's an army for men. Men, you come a part of this army, you're going to take care of your wives. Your wives want to be led. Every single woman that's listening right now, they want to be taken care of. They want to have a man that can take care of their family financially and spiritually and domestically, sexually. Men, these women want you to take care of them. But you got to be connected to God so God can direct your steps. That's all I got, Wise. Uh, nah, that's great enough, brother. That was that's great enough. Um, but don't leave just yet. I'm let me just close out the show right quick and I'll talk to you a little bit off the air. Okay, great. That's wrong one. <laughs> all right. So all right, now it's time for shout outs, man. Big shout outs to everybody in the chat. Ben from BS3 Network, which we air there live Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Central Time. Shout out to Latina and Cali, man. Thank you for always coming through and showing love. Big shout out to my man, Corrado. The other day, he stopped me and and and, and gave me some, some critique. And I I greatly appreciate that, brother, man. Uh, you know, you have to you have to be you have to have no ego when you do this. And I appreciate you telling me how you felt because you are a loyal listener and, and watcher and follower. And I and I greatly appreciate you telling me what you did, brother. Thank you. Um, big shout out to my real wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you and appreciate you, baby. Even though I know I, I can be a handful, I, I am so grateful to have you in my life. Big shout out to big shout out to our guest, Daniel, for coming through and, and sharing his message, man. I greatly appreciate that. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know your boy Wise does it. Peace out.